0: Long days and pleasant nights to you, folks. This week's episode is Jessica Saul. She's a stand up comedian and actor, and other things that we get into in the conversation here in New York City. You can go to jessicasaul.com. I believe we can talk a little bit more about where you can find her at the end of the episode. Um, If you want to support this program and other programs like it, you can go to patreon.com slash waywardwordsmithco. Thank you to everyone who already does that. It makes my life so much easier. I did a video essay about The Last Jedi and how it relates to trauma and the representations of trauma therein, which I think is very cool that Ryan Johnson kind of did that. And I'm a big fan of that movie. That's really, I think, all I have to say.
1: This, I mm. would have money. But, yeah. like, I, I have not booked anything, number one, because I think I'm, like, terrible at commercial editions.
0: Nope. <laughs> in what way? Like what?
1: Uh, the one that I had, to, first of all, I don't think I have, like, the commercial look for some of the things, like, so I, wa- I went in for, like, an almond butter, commercial and line. well that tracks the, like
0: put a pair of glasses on you that makes sense no
1: but like the, all the women there were like young women mm-hmm. who were like fitness and like all symmetrical looking and like just ready ah. to just like eat almond butter but like cute and I <laughs> um, and then when I walked in they <laughs> it was just an empty jar and a spoon and they were like alright so you're gonna eat this and they're like eat it
0: Can you be sexy about it, though? They
1: didn't say sexy, but they said scandalous. And then, not scandalous. I don't think that's the word. What's the other S word that's not sexy and scandalous? Uh, uh, Seductively. Yeah, yeah. it was seductive, which is like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, so obviously I'm awkward (laughs) as can be, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. And then um, he was like, okay, now you're making your boyfriend jealous. As a, as the spoon's like in my yeah, mouth, yeah. and he's like make some noises, and I was like, oh, this fuck,
0: sounds this. terrible. It was
1: honestly that, horrifying. And then
0: that, that sounds uh, like it's for someone specifically <laughs> in the room. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna think about this later. Good. Well,
1: here's the best part: is that he said your boyfriend is jelly. Like, yeah, I'm eating on butter, and like my boyfriend's jelly, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to make him jealous. I was like, what are we doing here? And then I walk <laughs> out, and then I cried. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I could easily see you as like a, like a young mom too.
1: Okay, why? I'm gonna. Okay, great. Um, What's up? So I've been. I'm having an issue with that because I keep the past two things that I mm-hmm. was sent out on was for young mom. Yeah. And I, as, as a 24 year old, I feel like that's fine. Great, I can be a young mom. But like, mm-hmm. do I look like that now? And is, did I like surpass the? the success of me being able to play like millennial now I'm shifting into mom
0: already? Well it's one of those things of like I guess a young mom is different than mom though. Like young mom is like my mom had her first kid when she was twenty two. So that's young mom. That's young Okay, right. Like you could have kids right now and you could be a mom.
1: I could but be it wouldn't be great.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But some problems. But no, I absolutely understand what you mean. And that's kinda funny. It's like uh, that must be what it's like um, as like a, a woman in casting, where it's like I'm so hyped to play young dads. Yeah. Like I okay. want to work with those kids. I love kids. That's true. I love hanging out, goofing around.
1: That, okay, so I work with kids. Oh, uh, okay. No, they're great. I love them. Okay. Okay. I work, I work with like middle schoolers, and uh-huh. I'm good with them. Here's the thing: is that I'm good with like being their friend, but I'm like mm. so bad at reprimanding them, mm. and then I turn into this like, weird, I'm like. That's enough, guys. (laughs) I didn't come here (laughs) to yell. (laughs) I'm just, like, so bad at it.
0: I didn't come here to yell.
1: And then they look at me, and they're like, how can we have respect for you? And, like, that's how you reprimand Fernandez.
0: Yeah, I, like, I, I don't mind leveling with kids. I'm like, hey, look, yeah. look, we just, don't, just stop. Because it's not, like, I, I also, like, and I don't know what's wrong with me. I have no problem frightening a child. Yeah. I just don't care. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, life is scary. <laughs> yeah. Like, congratulations. Right. I remember my my sister, she has two kids, and I remember... He was a really, and I didn't mean to scare him. I did feel bad <laughs> about this one. I didn't mean to scare him. We were playing cards, and he starts taking my cards. Because, uh, you know, he's just curious. And I yeah. just look over him like, those aren't yours. Uh. <laughs> and he's just like, I saw him, like, put him back and back oh, away yeah. and be frightened of his uncle. And I'm like, really? hopefully you won't remember this.
1: Well, how old was he?
0: He been? was, like, like three or four, okay, so I don't yeah. think it made an imprint. He likes that's me the, now, but, like...
1: you When you're three, a tone, that'll mm-hmm. that'll set you off. That'll... Mm-hmm. If someone yells at you when you're three, mm-hmm.
0: it's heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. But, I, like, a real yell. Not, like, I'm not gonna yell. And like, <laughs> make it quirky. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I need more training. <laughs> 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 I'm not prepared for this. So, uh, so that's kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were teaching drama. Did you go to school but for acting? I for st- d- so
1: I went to... Yeah, but anyway, let's rewind here. I went to Florida State University. All right. You know, Knowles, um Knowles. Seminoles. The Seminoles. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's nice for you. It is. It's, it <laughs> was a great experience. Um, I was sure. just about to go into my whole defense of de- defending the Seminole tribe. Cause a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, Native Americans. Great. Uh, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I went there, and I studied... Theater and
0: media
1: communications. Oh. Which I'm right. So I told you I was a tour guide also. Yeah. Side hustle. But when I introduce myself mm-hmm. in front of my group, I'm like, I went to Florida State. I studied theater and media communications, which translates to my parents as, oh, that's amazing, but what are you going to do with that? And mm-hmm. I say, move to New York to disappoint you. And, like, <laughs> sometimes they'll laugh, and most of the times they're all like, Italian, and then you just, like, don't understand. Yeah. So... They're
0: They're all Italian. 100% Italian. (laughs) a lot.
1: No. Everyone's from all over the world, which is amazing, and I love it, but, like, sometimes I I just, like, don't think that my humor really translates well (laughs) (laughs) So I just have to, like, add a little voice to it, and then Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, funny! Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, so every time I tell people my major now, or, like, if I'm talking about my education, I'll, like, it's pressed into my mind that I have to introduce myself like that. Like, which Trent, But I'm yeah. not. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so at the study theater, I mm-hmm. made communications, and I have a pattern of my life is like, oh, well, you can't, like, just do this. You have to do 800 other things in sure. case that thing doesn't work out.
0: And yeah, MA I understand so, yeah. that.
1: So I did theater... And then I was like, well, you need to do other things. What else can you do? Communicate? No, let's major in communication. <laughs> um, so I I studied that. And then the theater program that I was in, Florida State had a great program. We had, like, the BFA acting program and musical theater program. We're, like, top in country. And so it was a really nice community to be a part of. Yep. And I fell into, like, a group, a community that kind of did devised work in theater. Mm-hmm. And I did some... Some funky things in some cold uh, rooms. Um, <coughs> if like, so there, there was this place. Oh God, what was it called? Rail. It was like behind a rail. There was a railroad track. Ah, someone from Tallahassee should know. Oh, for, there were first Fridays there. I'll find it. It's fine. But we, there was like warehouses back there. It was like what Bushwick is. Yeah. There was a small part of that in Tallahassee. Sure. And so any weird show that would happen mm-hmm. would happen there. And some of my friends were way more invested in it than I was, but I would do, like, a couple of them, and that's Mm why I was like, oh, this, it just, like, kind of opened me up a little bit artistically, um, to do, like, weird things, um, that weren't traditional, like, traditional Mm theater-based, like, American realism Mm -hmm. plays, um, so then, yeah, and I did some plays and things there, and then I, never did comedy like in college other than like shitting around and doing improv stuff randomly but I like moved to New York yeah and I was applying for jobs in PR like up the asshole and I was like is this really what I want to do no and then I stopped it wasn't even like I wish it was better. It was like, I got offered this grand job. And mm-hmm. then I said, no, I'm mm-hmm. doing comedy instead. But it like wasn't. It was just like, oh, I didn't get anything. I should probably do what I love. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, if I can't do
0: what I hate.
1: <laughs> right. Um, or if yeah, if nothing was working <laughs> yeah, out. Nothing was working out for what I... And so then I started... But I didn't do stand-up until like uh, uh, 10 months into living here. Because yeah. I was just like, whoa, what is life? How do mm-hmm. I exist as a person here? And then I started interning... At a nonprofit theater company. Mm-hmm. At first, I was working for a woman in Brooklyn. Yeah. Then I went to do a show for a month. Then I came back and was like, I have to intern and you make skills happen. Mm-hmm. And then, then I started doing stand up. I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. I think. Um, but this is going to take some years to develop. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that's, yeah. Do you think that's the thing you want to do secretly? Like, do you think you had to go through theater to get to the thing you actually wanted?
1: No. So I. I love comedy. like yeah. co- Characters and, and things of that nature of doing sketch stuff and and voices and impressions. That's what I like, love to do over anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got into stand-up because I was like, I want to do acting. Like, that's mm-hmm. first. Dreams of Broadway? Absolutely not. Nope. Singing happens in the shower. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's it. And...
0: But you just so want to, like, make a living I as w- an actor. Right. So, yeah. I
1: like, if I love film and TV sure. comedy stuff. Like, like, if I could be on a show like The Office, like, that's yeah. that would be it. Or, like, mm-hmm. um, doing like a, Brooklyn character Nine-Nine. work, too. Yeah, just, like, that. living in that world. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, well, quirky brunette, like, white, white girl, line up. Like, everyone. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> yep. Okay, I guess I'll start like doing my making my own thing or try, and that's when I started to do stand up, and I was like, oh, I love this in its own way, and like am I gonna be like, I know that I'm still trying to find my voice in comedy with stand up, and Mm -hmm. I like have this persona or like characterish thing that I that I have Mm -hmm. that. I'm working towards, but I am I, like trying to have a Netflix special. Like, mm-hmm. those are, those wouldn't be my goals, mm-hmm. but I look at that and I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if one day I wanted to, you know, years from now, pursue that path, that'd be great. It'd just right now, I'm trying to focus on doing like the crossover of like the Comedy Central type shows. Yeah. That to where it starts to blend. Because there's such a mm-hmm. crossover now with the industry where people who are just stand ups are now just. Working
0: in TV. Yeah, it's really interesting. And vice versa. Yeah. Like Like, someone... Like, I know Alana and Abby, they, yeah. like, did UCB, but they right. weren't stand-ups. Right. And then now... And doing stand like Yeah, that? Alana toured with... Oh. Uh, you're just touring around with, like, Two Dope Queens and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. she has her own thing going on. And that's super cool, but yeah. it's also... It's this weird kind of assumption that if you can improvise, you can write, and if you yeah. can write, you can do stand-up. Yeah. Which is not no. always the case.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There is a weird... There's, just this a thing that people are like. if You're really great at improv, and you're like, can be really awful at stand up because you like have this dependency on other people, yep. like having your back. Mm-hmm. And with stand up, people think they're just like, oh, I'm funny, man. I'm gonna come in and do improv, but it's like those are the worst fucking yeah. people that are in improv, or the people that are like, I'm funny by myself because mm-hmm. they then they become the asshole of the. The improv asshole that comes in is like, I'm here to make everything funny because I can write jokes. But then it's like, no, you're just destroying every scene because improv relies heavily and on scene. your partner and scene work and like trusting mm-hmm. that yep. what you guys are building together mm. is going to turn into something. But you don't have to necessarily put in everything up front that you think is just mm-hmm. like the funny Concept or premise?
0: Absolutely, and it's like it's the ultimate like greater than the sum of its parts thing. Right. It's a huge team. Like that's why they do it for team building for like offices. Yeah. Like that's it's probably gonna be what I'm gonna be teaching. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, whatever makes you feel happy and pays the bills. So in the office. Oh
1: god. Uh, you know. But yeah, So I. So I took improv classes in Second City, like, yeah. years ago in 2012, I think.
0: When I Second still. City, you were in Chicago? Yeah.
1: So for, like, ten days I did the summer intensive. Oh, cool. And I really vibed with them because they worked heavily on doing, like, characters yep. first. Like, mm-hmm. that's their kind of background. Where yeah. I think um, UCB works, um, more, like, so much of, like, hammering out premises, I think, or, like, You're finding the the beat and the I didn't really vibe well with the Herald I kind of mm-hmm. struggled because I got in my head about that mm-hmm. and that's where I would just get anxious about doing it and I'm yeah like, I,
0: like when should I do this callback will it work is yeah, it okay yeah and yeah. So then
1: I st- I didn't feel good there taking classes because I was just like anxious about I was like I don't want to feel anxious about what yeah. I love to do so I stopped and then that's when I started I like re settled in, and I was like, you know what? Focus on stand-up and, like, get good at doing your own thing. So that's where I'm, like, at right now. And I think Um,
0: that's solid. And it's also this really wonderful thing of, like, I think with stand-up, when you're the performer and the writer and the editor, you realize how to work with all those other parts of like production because like at a certain point i'm like oh if the joke's not working the joke's not working get rid of it and you don't because like i think actors and like specifically funny actors will hold on to things like that and it's just like no no you just gotta get rid of it it's not working yeah and you kind of have to be cold-blooded with your darlings there
1: yeah but that and that's the thing is that you it's something it's being so vulnerable and knowing that you have the power to to change that, mm-hmm. and then be like, that didn't work here. Like, I'm gonna get to change that, and re-, and you get like a redo. Mm-hmm. The same way that like in film and television, like you get a second take. Yeah. So it's like, except it's kind of sucks when you're in front of an audience, and you're like, that was painful. <sighs> but like your second take will be the next night of doing it. Yeah. Like whenever.
0: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned that you, like, get really anxious with... Yeah,
1: we're, yeah let's, we'll get into yeah, yeah, yeah. Why this what your podcast yeah. is about. <laughs> yeah, so you,
0: like, I assume that me that's indicative of, like, being anxious kind of always and putting, yeah. like, like, placing things, like, at a certain level that maybe they shouldn't be, and you yeah. want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so I, first of all, anxiety, I didn't, I didn't think I knew what it was until I move to the city and start to, like, uncover. <laughs> yeah. And I get that, like, everyone experiences that. Like, I'm yeah. not, like, I'm the only one.
0: Yeah, no, dude, live here is to be anxious. Yes.
1: Yeah. In college, I, I was just, I got in a, a funk, and I was, like, s- I was going in and out of, like, weird mm-hmm. sadness periods. Mm-hmm. If I say, does depressive state sound dramatic?
0: Or Like Depre- a depressive like, episode? It was depression,
1: but, like, it was diagnosed as situational depression sure, by yeah, a psychiatrist yeah. who was like, you are experiencing these things and you need to learn how to control that, but is it like clinical? clinical like you were born just like sad? <laughs>
0: that is the name what of my sh- first stand-up special, Born Sad. Thank you for that. Thank you for that what gift.
1: way to de uh, this idea of mental health, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> just born, born sad. sad.
0: <laughs> we're, what, what, what were you born sad? What's no. going on? Because yeah.
1: I, I mean... For someone who's experienced experience who's like, gone and spoke to someone and mm-hmm. is, like, hyper aware of how it exists in this industry, I'm, like, yeah. very sensitive and aware of when talking about it because it's so important. It's so, mm-hmm. so, so important. And um, so I went through funks in college, and then and I was, mm-hmm. like, taking antidepressants, but then I, like, did, wasn't going to a therapist, which is, like, not the way to do it. Not you don't do that. Cause if it's anything, the reverse. Hap- right. It's not a happy pill, mm-hmm. and it, it was, like, I don't even... No, there's just so many tears and when I look back at the journal that I was writing like in college it was always just like you're not doing anything you want to do and then it was like six months later would be the next entry and be like see you can't even write a journal entry
0: oh that's every day it's just
1: like <laughs> be- I always just like beat myself up about yeah, things yeah. and then I'll get in a whole like a dark dark
0: mm-hmm.
1: hole of, of constantly uh, beating myself up mentally about the things that I'm not doing and then not actively pursuing what I would like to be doing. And mm-hmm. then that kind of built up in, in when I moved here. It didn't go away. And then it was like, oh, now the, the MTA is involved? Great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's,
1: yeah. Here comes anxiety. Yeah, 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 And then I started to feel like I've I've had friends talk to me or, like, I've read so many things about, like, the the physical – reactions that people can get from anxiety of what like Mm -hmm. vomiting or like a pain in the chest or Mm -hmm. shortness of breath and i was like oh i don't have anxiety that's that but then i started to uncover that and i was like Mm -hmm. i why my chest hurts oh i did this to myself yeah and then uh it was mostly because i was so anxious about trying to just make a career happen, like, day one that yeah. I moved here. And every person that I met, and I've, I've met of oh, people that have lived here longer or, like, older friends of mine who are, like, in their 30s and 40s that I met from mm-hmm. where I was working or people who I would met through doing stand-up were just like, you need to just, Relax. you're 22, like, calm yeah, down. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, that's where my, like, first, I think like the first joke I ever wrote was when someone was like, "You're 22. Like, Everyone's calling me a baby." I was like, "You know what? You're right. Like, hey, I am a baby." And then uh, so I had gotten, whatever mm-hmm, conversation mm-hmm. with the baby, and um, That's fine. that was. And the baby was like, "No, you're not a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You should get a job." Um, so, <laughs> uh, but That's I funny. was trying to be calling a baby, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Okay, let's live 22 life." But I was still like interning and not okay with. Just like working in a restaurant and being, yeah, a, a, trying to be an actor, or yeah. whatnot, and then the restaurant got me, where the yeah. place I was working at was like a horrific war zone. Like yeah. it was just a corporate, dark, literally like yeah, it was like just very physically dark. Then, dark like, yeah, the, you couldn't see a lot of things because the lighting is very dim. But mm-hmm. it was. Um, a place where they would criticize you but by your appearance, and like, well, they would like tell you to put lipstick on, and you would have to wear a tie and a vest and an apron and a pressed shirt. And like, I don't know how I got hired there, number one, because
0: I'm
1: not my hair, nope, yeah, you're looking at it. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how to do my hair, I like don't Mm -hmm. press things and Mm -hmm. make them. I had like mustard stains on my shirts all the time, Mm -hmm. and they would just like constantly reprimand me. and which has been my whole life of not mustard stains, but like <laughs> I was always just like getting reprimanded for not being like, uh, tidy. Yeah. Yeah. And like dance class, my teacher was like, why you are you not w- wear the right tights? What are you doing? Um, but that place made me, that's where like I uncovered what, Oh, anxiety feels like this. I was like, Getting angry, which I think happened anyone who comes yeah. here to pursue dreams and then works in a restaurant and is not actively pursuing what they want mm-hmm. finds that that anger. But Yeah.
0: The the work culture surrounding like the service industry here yeah. is incredibly toxic and it's very awful. toxic. Yeah. And and it got a lot better once I decided to be sober. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of oh, those great. things of like because there's this huge thing of like Hang hey, out
1: after going game af- drinks. And yep. then, yeah. And uh-huh. this this'll
0: soothe this mm-hmm. and it won't. It'll yep. just make it worse. Yep, and yep, like yep. then you kinda get this weird buddy buddy sort of thing with the people you're working with yeah. and then also like the place I was working I was like almost like a little incestuous like Mm -hmm. everyone's like hooking Uh up and it's just like hey this isn't healthy at all Uh and that's why all these like that's why the like the cat person article did Mm -hmm. so well in New York because everyone's like yes I have had bad unfulfilling sex that was just there because that's what every 20 something that's coming here to try because like exactly. it is also because you just come from college and everyone's fucking in college it's, yeah it's and it's like you can't just do that anymore that. Yeah. You, you can't do that anymore but anyway you were but no but the
1: 20 that that happens and that's why I also where I fell into that and mm-hmm. it was where I'm going out drinking cuz i was so stressed from that
0: yeah from the work. job because people yeah. need stuff from you all the time exactly and actors are really like emotional and they <laughs> empathetic <laughs> and they want to do well yeah and it's not in your control at all whether or not the food comes out in time. Exactly. But I mean, anyway.
1: well, when I would forget to ring in stuff, that was like yeah, that's all, I,
0: I, that's when the worst because it was like I would go up to tables and be like, yeah. hey, I goofed. Yeah, it'll be out in a minute, and yeah. they weirdly would be like, oh, I respect you for not lying to right. me. Yeah, but my managers hated when I yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I oh my god! They yelled, I was oh God! They yelled at me so much. I was mm-hmm. so bad. I'm bad. I <laughs> was an awful server
0: there. It's but almost it, like that's not what you're meant to do. Oh, they
1: required so many so many things, and there were so many rules, and I would break all of them just to try and like stay afloat. And the one mm-hmm. time I like actually snapped at a person once, and I was like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Like this is it's extremely toxic, mm-hmm. and I. Shed so many tears
0: mm-hmm. in
1: the walk-in, the refrigerator. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the, uh, the, the back room where like mm-hmm. no one would go, but I would go, and then people like. If I like wasn't around, they would like, yeah, yeah, yep, and they would like know that I was there, like yep. hyperventilating. But the one I actually had, sorry, what you think? You know, just like
0: when I was working at Starbucks, yeah. I used to excuse oh. myself to the bathroom because I was working one of those, the busiest two in mm. Brooklyn, and so I'd just get overwhelmed, and I would just go to the bathroom, cry for yep. two minutes, then come back and be like, okay, I can do this again. Did, let
1: me ask you, though, does that, did that cry make you feel better?
0: um i don't know i don't like, like part of it is and part of it, like the, the release of like going oh i am feeling this thing yeah. versus though like the the wanting to just keep crying and yeah. to be upset and then having to hold that back for the rest of the day yeah. also knowing like i had to do that at my job yeah doesn't make you feel good about the job no
1: absolutely not and then what happens with me that i find is that it's like a slippery slope of the thought process uh-huh. where it's like one thing it's like this woman says like where's my spinach and then I'm like I'm never gonna find happiness like yeah immediately mm-hmm. jumps to that because I'll go okay I can't do a restaurant job okay so I can't even be good at something that is a menial task like I can't supposedly easy and like, right and I'm like so how am I ever supposed to write like write it write a script how am i ever supposed to be successful in comedy? how am i supposed to ever like be on a Mm -hmm. show how is everyone ever going to trust me to do successful things am i ever going to win an award am i ever going to speak at something where people respect me like Mm -hmm. am i ever going to find and with this
0: yes what i would say though is the people that are good at being a server aren't good at the other things yeah because like that's the kind of brain type that's like oh yeah i just write something down and then i put it in and i don't think about it yeah
1: I don't know, because I worked with a lot but, of yeah. people that were, like, type A personalities who were, like, yeah. successful in doing... It th- It was a split mm-hmm. staff there, because half people were, like, actively auditioning, and, like, it was mm-hmm. their... Yep. their place where they would like go in out n- have no attachment to it. That's the thing mm-hmm. is the, if you have if no attachment to right, the job, if you're susceptible to like being emotionally attached to anything that you do, mm-hmm. then it cannot be the place for you. And that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah. You kind of like for the side hustles, you kind of have to create a parenthetical of yeah. like you go in here, you do that job mm-hmm. and then you just don't think about it the rest of the day. Yeah,
1: That's some people had that mindset. I didn't, I would take it Save. the fuck home with me, sleep with it and wake up, and it would just be like, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, but I, so I quit there over the summer, Mm -hmm. and then I was working at another Mm -hmm. place. So now, when I, back to anxiety, here we go. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) I also have serious ADD with some things, as you can see where this conversation is. Um, It's fine. But I'll get, I'll even beat myself up about that to where I'm like, I'll start talking, and then when I feel like I'm not sounding mm. articulate about something, cause I know it so well. I've listened to so many things and read mm-hmm. so much, but then when it comes to like telling other people about the history, mm-hmm. I'm like, and then, and then, um, you know, and that's how his Soho is, and then like,
0: <laughs> and, and that's how just, Soho like, is. Looking
1: at me, and then I'm like, Jessica, and everyone is like thinks that I'm so great because they're like, oh, you're so quirky. You'd be the best tour guide. And I'm like, no, I'm terrible at directions. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, then I'm like, okay, Jessica, you can't even be a tour guide. Like, Mm. you can't even do that right. And so that's, I still have this, like, anxious mental brutality that is, like, you know, is constantly hovering over me
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got just like a guy in your head going hey what what are you doing which Which, who who do you think you are yeah
1: Yeah. which i understand is very normal and a lot of people experience that um but i can i recognize when it gets to be bad and that's why i'm always an advocate for people to to talk to someone Mm -hmm. uh, when it gets past that certain point of of not just like oh I had a rough day because like the train wasn't running and I yeah. stepped in dog poop and then like my coffee spilled on my shirt mm-hmm. which is like a typical day for me yeah which is fine yeah um, but like when it becomes like that and then you like look at the train you're like okay um, I could yeah, just I could just step in front, in front of this train. yeah which is also a healthy thing that I think. <laughs> new york city does is yeah that it like makes that thought way too common for people
0: absolutely i had uh two things like number one never jump in front of a train you're don't, rude, you're rude every everyone's your day. day don't do that don't be that's selfish like,
1: the, that's the reason not nah, that's the reason but
0: like, like always <laughs> do like think about that and then also like i had this thought like it's like oh i was really stressed out i was like oh i want to kill myself no and it's yeah. like and then there was another voice in my head come train. on yep I was like, yeah, no, I just don't want to be in this situation. Right. Is what it is. And your brain's kind of, you know, yeah. in a weird way, being yep. over dramatic. Mm hmm. Um, but like, how do you cope? Do you have you done any like therapy, like CBT so stuff, or what's so, up?
1: Yeah, so let's talk about first of all how you reached out to me, which I thought was so funny because <laughs> I, I just I
0: eavesdropped on a conversation right. you were having Where with another like, comedian. But
1: the best part was it like she is ninety.
0: Yeah, she's like ninety, and she's and a licensed like, therapist. Yeah, I
1: was just like seeking guidance. Yeah, and, but mm-hmm. when I don't know what we're talking about, she was telling me that she was a mm-hmm. therapist. Oh, yeah, th- yeah, th- yeah. Her whole life was I'm um, a therapist, and then mm-hmm. I just found comedy recently. Yeah, and what's funny to me is the way that I treat when someone's a therapist. It's the same... I get the same excitement as, like, you know, any, like... New actor coming to New York would, sure. like, someone would be like, I'm an agent, and you'd, your ears would perk up and yeah. be like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, how can I impress you and get in with you? But it's like for me, if someone's like, I'm a therapist, I'm like, How can I
0: help me? <laughs> also, also, that situation that you were in was kind of a nice role reversal of, like, Oh, you're a therapist, can you help me? rather than, Oh, right. you're a comedian, tell me a joke. Yeah,
1: no, it was like, to me, I'm seeking the guidance mm. of, like, a professional that I need, the, mm-hmm. like, the, the advice. In order to put myself in the right place Mm -hmm. to know what I should be doing to take care of mental health. And so Mm -hmm. I also, though, make it very clear the distinction between, like, needing a life coach and a therapist. Because I work another thing that I do that's on my Mm -hmm. list. I'm working in a nonprofit right now um, called Stand Up Girls, which is really great and goes into underprivileged. Uh, schools in Harlem and just like teaches high school girls to like have their voice through stand-up. That's and really awesome. It's fun and I love doing that. And it's mm-hmm. an hour a week and that's the, amazing. Two, the women, thanks, that's cool, yeah, woo, plug, stand-up girls, yay, mm-hmm. support us. Um, so the woman who started, so she is a life coach. Sure. And so she, that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. do off. Don't worry. She is, she was telling me how she was coaching a woman who Um, Which, uh, to me, it's like life coaching is you're not really fulfilling your goals, you're having trouble focusing, you're taking on too much. You want to have someone there to guide you and to remind you um, how to to be confident enough to pursue things, how to divide your time, time management, things like that. And so she was telling me about this, and then she was telling me how a client she had to let a client go because she was like I actually think that these problems are a little bit deeper yeah and you need to talk to prof- seek professional like, medical help because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I shouldn't be in charge yeah of I don't have a degree it, yeah I don't I'm
0: it's, not that right. that's my job I
1: can tell you like wake up every day and like if you say you're gonna do it do it and like focus mm-hmm. on you know the now and be present but like mm-hmm. a therapist is someone that you if you have like deep rooted issues that are digging into other parts of you emotionally that to where it eventually could cause harm Mm -hmm. to yourself or others like that's when someone's like I this is not life coaching this is like you need to see a therapist Mm -hmm. um or it doesn't even have to be that dramatic of causing harm to yourself or others. That's, like, the end-all, be-all. But the other
0: thing is, like, causing yourself harm is still, like, thinking negative thoughts about right, yourself. And that's that's still self-harm in yes, a way.
1: That, that is. You're right. Yeah.
0: And that's something that, like, I don't think a lot of people understand the severity of that, of, like, when you do see yourself as only in a negative light, you're more prone to lash out Right. to other people or yourself. And yeah. it's, like, it starts there. That's the root of it. Mm-hmm. But um, you got, so did you find a therapist? Or are you still Great, looking? So
1: this is a recent thing. So I Mm -hmm. um, had in October found someone. This is what I was talking to her about. Mm -hmm. um, I found someone in Brooklyn that I went to with the first appointment that I had with her. I was, I got off on the wrong stop Mm -hmm. and I was, I had to go back on the train. It was Mm -hmm. just like a New York moment, classic. And then I ran in. It was 20 minutes late. Mm -hmm. The session was 45 minutes.
0: So So you had 25 minutes to do anything.
1: So I go and I'm. Flustered, and a lot of the, yeah. the things that I can't handle or what I have the mental abuse of, you, you fucked this up. You can't do anything, mm-hmm. right? So that all like spiraled down into I just get there and I just like start talk crying to her mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this is the reason why I can't, you know, because like if you're stable enough to to recognize like, okay, This was out of my control. Actually, Mm -hmm. if I just paid attention and got off on the right stop, it was very much in my control, but But, it's fine. Like it happened. The kind of person that is able to to say, This was out of my control. I'm going to go in and I'm going to discuss my problems. Like that's Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to get at Mm -hmm. because I recognize where, what mental stability does look like. And I recognize I'm not there and I would like to work on that. I'm like very Mm -hmm. hyper aware of it. And so I was just like, Talk right to her for 25 minutes about everything, talking yeah. about all the patterns in my life, da 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 And then she goes, I'm so sorry, I have to stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, retire- my next client is here. Yeah. And then I was like, well, how are you, can you tell me how you deal with this? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted her to like. <laughs>
0: to tell to, you the whole thing right. of the but first session. She was, session. you
1: know, like, let me get up and, and leave. I was like, okay, I understand that I was mm-hmm. late and I apologize, but can you just like, say okay I understand where you're at the things you're experiencing mm-hmm. here are some techniques that I think as this is the kind of psychotherapy that I work with mm-hmm. that that this would be helpful for you enough for me to come out you gotta sell yourself a little bit here yeah. you know like am I gonna come back I spend X amount of dollars an hour mm-hmm. to talk to someone and just have them be like okay my next patients you're like no
0: mm-hmm. so
1: then she was like had a holistic point of view and she talked a lot about like briefly about working with like mind and body and and having certain techniques of the way that I'm thinking. And so I was like, okay, great. So we made another appointment and then most of the stuff that I talked to her about was like, I get so upset when I am not pursuing my craft or art when things are not going well career wise and it will be a horrific mental downward spiral and so, and I was like, within 24 hours, I understand they had a cancellation policy, but I had got notified of an audition, mm-hmm. like, and it was less than 24 hours, so I canceled, mm-hmm. and then I was charged $100 for the cancellation fee, so I was sure. like, I was charged $100 to not go to therapy mm-hmm. for the thing I, ironically, am going to therapy for, yeah. being a good, positive thing, and I was like, mm. so anxious about going back there that yeah. I, because I when I hear myself or think about myself having to apologize or explain why mm-hmm. I'm in the wrong or say, I'm sorry for you canceling on you twice for this already. I was like, I'm, I can't, I'm so anxious mm-hmm. about it. And so I just like, didn't go back there. And yeah. that was in October. And so I was like, you know what? You need to get this in check, Jessica, because mm-hmm. like, cause that's it's just healthy. Yeah. It's just been years since, yeah. you know, and, um, I, I, went (laughs) on ZocDoc and I Mm -hmm. found someone through my insurance and I called the office and then made an appointment and then she called me for a consultation before
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and we're talking on the phone and she was like, okay, great, I understand what you're coming in for. I just like, want to let you know that I'm in my postdoc so I'm going to actually be leaving New York Mm.
0: in four months or five months.
1: Is that okay with you? Yeah. And my like, part of me that just tries to like, is a pushover with everything yeah. I do in my life. is like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I don't even know what I'm doing in four months. Well, yeah. And then I like, hung up and I was like, Jessica, this isn't like someone you're meeting on Tinder that's yeah. like, I'm in town for four months but can't get into anything serious. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is a therapist. Like, yeah. what you do, you start a relationship with someone
0: mm-hmm. with,
1: so that you can maintain it. Like, yeah. you don't make excuses so that you're not going to know where you're going to be in four months. Like, it's not yeah. a relationship. It's like, it is a relationship, but it's like a professional.
0: professional one. And it's a the doctor yeah. and someone you have right. to see regularly, So, I, so I called that. her back
1: and I was like, I, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, I actually think it's important that you stay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is there anyone through the office that you can recommend? And so yeah. she gave me... Another doctor who is mm-hmm. an l- actual licensed therapist is not in her postdoc. So like, cool. she's of the office. So I went there last Monday. Mm-hmm. And have I – So I talk, cried the whole time. But, Good. like, I think it was, you know, th- they have tissues there for a reason. Yeah, like, yeah, It yeah, was yeah, a yeah. thing.
0: That's always funny because there's always, like, the DMC and then a box yeah. of tissues on that side right. thing next mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. – What's really great is, like, if you go in kind of with a game plan. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I these right, are my right, things, things that down. I want to yeah, work on. exactly. And then they can go, great, a place to start. Because I know a lot of people who show up to therapy and are like, I just need help. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, with you what?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: Like, I went to a, a therapist. It was like, I, I can handle it because I'm, I'm on the bipolar spectrum. Right. And so I can handle the ups. I can handle the downs. I know how yeah. to talk to myself that I can't handle the anxiety. Right. Because that's the thing that consumes everything. So if we just work on that, the other two things will also get better. And they right. did. So,
1: well, that's great. Uh, that's yeah. the thing is going in with a, a game plan, too. Mm-hmm. Because if you let them start to ask you questions, then you kind of feel spoken down to in a way. Sure. That's like, I don't know, that they're being sensitive to your mm-hmm. issue because they recognize that you need help, and you feel so vulnerable when yeah. people are in yeah. a professional... T- a, you know from the hierarchy of mm -hmm. profession to the person seeking help Mm -hmm. it like or maybe that's just me being anxious about the way they're making you feel but that's why you come in and are like i'm aware here are Mm -hmm. things i'm experiencing this is what i would like to work on instead of them being like well do you Mm. oh okay so when i I was in college when i went to see the, the psychiatrist he literally said to me I'm like crying about mm-hmm. something. And he was like, Do you have friends? And I was like, Yes, yes I have friends. Yeah. I was like, I have so many friends. And then the way that he asked me was mm-hmm. just like very kind, con- it was like almost condescending it's tone. Like-
0: you know how when you know you've made a like you're a kid and you know you you broke a rule in the house yeah. and you go you decide to go to your parent and go actually I I messed up right. I'm sorry right that feels so much better than them catching you yeah. Which the them asking you like oh do you feel sad all the time you're right. like well, yeah how dare you exactly me it like does that. it
1: feels like an attack
0: yeah and, and I understand that yeah
1: right it's so rough. when when you go in with this and so what was nice about who I saw on Monday yeah I went in. And spoke about, like, this over- and it was nice because we had, like, a mini consultation before about, like, things that have been hovering over and starting to affect me. And then I was able to, like, start from the beginning. I'm like, these are patterns in my life. I notice this is what I do at this mm-hmm. time. And then I kind of did, like, a timeline yeah. uh, from high school to now. And yeah. I was able to, like, walk her through. And then she just asked me, like, a little bit about my family. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's all her other story. And then mm-hmm. about who I was and then if I'm dating anyone, I was like, oh great, which felt like a little bit of an attack, but only because I'm like very single um, mm-hmm. now. Uh, and then she asked me about the relationship. I didn't even what so of a relationship that I was in, yeah. and that had ended. And then she wanted to like talk about that a little bit, and I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about that. But like in her mind, it's like oh, we need to now to uncover other things. But mm-hmm. I'm like, but I want to focus on this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that anymore. So they uh, they know. I think what they're doing, in a sense, of like how you can bring about working through a certain technique of process of thought once they understand every aspect of your life. So,
0: yeah. To and me,
1: I was not like I don't even want to go in and talk about my family, but I'm like, you know what? You nothing have I think to think. Right. I go back and I reflect and I go because there are going to be some patterns there mm-hmm. that's going to be the way that you think in one aspect of your life is going to bleed into other parts. Yep. And so it's important to talk about it even though you're like, but I came in here to talk about this very specific thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to open up about it.
0: It's kind of like um like kind of when you're jamming if you play music at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you these are the four chords and then you just right. got to figure out like yeah, but you're going to change it. And, like, you have to be a little bit more malleable. Do you play? Yeah. What do you play? Um, Banjo, guitar, piano, drums, ukulele, if you give me five minutes.
1: Okay, so you're a musician. Great. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> I, I just, it's my
0: hobby. Like, I just, like, <laughs> like, well, it's like one of those things. is, like when it's you're. It's your hobby?
1: Yeah. Oh, I find that these are the people that I'm like, like, oh, I just, like, casually am a doctor. Like, no. No, no, <laughs> no. Well, it's
0: like one of those things of, like, I needed something. Like, I don't, I don't play like in my act or I don't yeah. do gigs that are musician. but like I like playing but it's something that I do for me so I have one Concernal. thing that is for me oh. because if you make everything part of your job then that's just stressful because then you have to worry about is this good enough to be in front of people and with music I never have to that's I'll, like, really
1: I'll, comforting yeah it
0: is it's like it's nice and like sometimes i'll write jokes that i'm like oh this is just for me and that's what like Twitter's good for it's like this yeah. is for me this is all for me if you like it that's cool
1: i yep that's every day yeah cool. uh wow i respect that a lot because i've i bought a guitar as mm-hmm. like a quarter life crisis understood where i just like wow, i had no business buying anything and <laughs> my credit card does out of control uh and i walked by a guitar store in the west village and yeah i was just like having a night and i'm like I'm gonna buy a guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna teach myself yeah. a new form of art. Yeah, and it's literally been sitting in my room, staring at me. And, like sometimes I'll pick it up, mm-hmm. and i just like,
0: hold it. Th- that is the <laughs> thing of like what's difficult about learning any new skill as an adult, and like uh, uh, this also kind of goes down to like seeking help. Like because I I'm not on any medication. I probably yeah. should be, but it's like I can't stop my life. Yeah, to figure that out. Right. I can't st- like I can't stop my life to learn. Like I'm not good at the banjo. Yeah. I can't, like, I don't have time to practice it. I also have a didgeridoo. I have no idea what how to the fucking... the fuck is a didgeridoo? You know the Australian yeah. <laughs> musical okay. instrument? Yeah, like that. And it's Sorry, that's like, aggressive. Like, no, no, no. What the <laughs> fuck is that? What the fuck is a didgeridoo? Yeah. Tell me what a didgeridoo is. No, but, like, you, you gotta learn... But, like, you have, so you have to pick the things that are important to stop your mm. life for, and I think therapy is definitely one of those, because it makes yeah. your life better, and that's something, like, I think a lot of people have a problem of, like... And I'm working on an article of, like, you have to invest in yourself. Yeah. Like you live with you your whole life. You got to make sure that you fall in love with who you could be. Right. And therapy is great for that because it's not immediate, but in a year it'll be better. In right. a year it'll be better.
1: And I think, I mean, that's where it comes with like deep underlying issues that you're experiencing mm-hmm. that can, someone can help you uncover to, to find the root of that and mm-hmm. to live your life, every other aspect of your life, live it more positively Mm -hmm. and and getting rid of it instead of just like constantly just like shoving a pillow over it and just like shushing it Mm -hmm. and i mean there are the the culture of do things for yourself today Mm -hmm. now is like
0: i'm gonna get drunk but no the like the treat yourself
1: culture to me is like I'm doing this for me. It's like, well, maybe you should help someone else today. Like, because sometimes people, like, I think, take the idea of, like, treat yourself, Mm self-care, to, like, it's different when you're doing it for, like, mimosas and, and, like, boozy brunch. That's nothing. Is not self-care. Yeah, no. Like,
0: that's right. indulgent. It's, it's
1: indulging. And there's a the healthy balance between, I mean, I love mimosa. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the and then, like, I get a massage every day because self-care. Well, I'm like, okay, but, like, don't you but complain that about helping. credit card debt every day? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's basically me. I'm talking about myself. But it's, it's
0: also this thing of, like, there's self-care that is also, like, it's, To ensure that you're a decent human being for other people to interact with. Exactly. You know, where it's still like other focused and it's still outward focused, whereas like a lot of the like treat yourself is like that, that, that whole thing is just like, oh no, I'm going to buy this expensive pair of shoes because I love me. I'm like, well, that's nothing. It's like
1: man, it becomes like manic behavior that you're just like impulsively buying, Uh compulsively buying things and like, or compul like making decisions off impulse that are like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, that's. That's actually unhealthy.
0: Yeah, and it's finding that balance and like. Yeah. Also, you do have to take care of yourself in order to take care of other people. Exactly, which and is super important. Yeah, and if you do that, you're a better person. Friendship, for it.
1: friends, too, and what mm-hmm. I, I have gotten in the past, like eight months or so, because of the anxiety of like career stuff. Yeah, has got I have like said no or like canceled on friends and people so many times. Yeah that it, I've become that, the like, the idea of being a flaky person yeah. has made me even more anxious about, like, answering text messages or things or, like, not responding to people because I'm just, like, the worst. Like, my mm-hmm. friends call me the worst in quote marks because I, like, I can't get my life together enough with scheduling and then I'll, like, just cancel stuff because I don't know how to to be a responsible human when it comes to that mm-hmm. and i've noticed and i'm like i haven't hung out with friends in a long time like mm-hmm. i've just been doing all this shit and i feel like i'm interacting with people all the time but like when can you hang out with friends and not be like concerned that you didn't go to the gym that day or like didn't mm-hmm. you know just like be fully present and maintaining relationships mm-hmm. with people is just yeah. really important
0: i agree and it's also like a we are social creatures and i think a lot of people forget that but it's also like it's not just like hanging out and seeing people you have to also like like you were saying develop and foster an emotional intimacy yeah where you can just be relaxed where people don't expect anything of you right when the other thing is i found as i've gotten older when it comes to, like, hanging out with people, it's like, people don't really expect much of other people. Right. No one has this pressure of, like, oh, you have to be funny, you have to be good, you have to blah, 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 blah. It's just like, no, let's hang out and play Mario Kart. Yeah. Cool.
1: People just want to hang out. Yeah. Especially in this city, I think, like, getting a break and just, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes enjoying company of people Mm -hmm. is just, like, such an important thing to do like potluck part like having mm-hmm. a party with like friends and where you cook together mm-hmm. and not being like out on the town is just like a nice break from feeling the city
0: throwing shit at it you. is absolutely buck wild with the amount of people that, like the amount that people do go out and I understand why but like if you look at any other part of the country. Yeah. No one, do, not even Los Angeles. Like, they just hang out in hammocks there. What is that? Right, but like, what is that? But, like, who? who's that for? No, who's... Right. But, like, here it's like, oh, we got to go to this restaurant, got to go do this thing, yeah, and blah, 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 it's blah, blah. It's blah. Because it's the no going, stops. Going. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, hey, do you want to come over and make some pretzels and just chill? Yeah. And just watch a movie? Right. And, like, I just started dating someone, and... Hey, okay, good for you. Yeah. Um, but it is one of those things of, like, it's really relaxed. But, you, uh, yeah. And you don't, like... She'll just come over and we'll just like hang out and watch a thing or just talk for an hour and or two. And you're like,
1: okay, and you feel good about that. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. whereas like normally when I was dating previously, I was like, mm-hmm. I need to impress this person. I need to make sure that I'm worth their time. But now it feels like we both are like, oh, no, we like each other. Right. And let's just enjoy that.
1: Well, let me ask you this because mm. this is something that I get. Ugh, if I use the word anxious one more time, it's it am an- count how many times. Um. I was getting super anxious when I was dating Mm -hmm. that I shouldn't be out relaxing and having the night. I'm like, you should be at a mic right now. Like, you should be working on your shit. Sure. Why are you out? And then I let that bleed into so many, Mm -hmm. like, little things. And I've had so many things end because of, like, I just felt like I shouldn't be dating at all. And I, like, removed that part from my... For my life, and then when I was in a relationship, from like the end of summer to December,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it kind of ruined my relationship because sure. I was like really bad with planning and doing all this stuff, and that person was living a completely different life and wasn't really understanding yeah. of like the m- going to mics and like doing this stuff and mm-hmm. coming in and out, and like that made me feel I'm like you know what I shouldn't even be doing this. Like I should focus on. Having my free nights off and like working on my thing, but now I realize that like it's a healthy. You have to have a balance. Everything is just
0: mm-hmm. a balance,
1: and if you're able to squeeze in both, my best mm-hmm. nights are going on a date and then going to Mike or yep. being able to leave a mic and go on a date. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. And the two things I'd say is like number one, I would I was single for two years and it was very purposeful. Like, oh, I have shit to figure out. Yeah. I have, I want to establish myself. I'm gonna be in pain, emotional mm-hmm. pain, because I'm gonna want to date people and I yeah. but I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine, and just kind of accepting that. Good for you
1: for working on yourself, though, before letting it slip in. And
0: that's the other thing is, like, I want to be, like, I knew, like, I I just had gotten out of a very, a decently long relationship with someone I was, like, we'd been friends for a long time, so it really hurt that we, like, it didn't work out at the time. And it was like, I need to work through that. I need yeah. to work on myself. I need to be dateable again. And mm-hmm. like someone who is a good partner before I even consider this. And then also like I was working on other stuff like stand up and getting into that. And the other thing is like um, I'm really lucky with the the woman I am dating is like she, she'll she come to shows. That's
1: nice.
0: She'll come to shows. She came to an open mic with me. Like she doesn't have to, but like yeah. she, she will. And she's interested in my life and supportive of me in that way. And I'm like, Vice versa, I'll go to a movie that you do, that I don't necessarily mm-hmm. am interested in. Be- Sounds super
1: healthy.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing of, like, we both are very also, like, cognizant that it's a lot of work. And you have to go, okay, w- where can we compromise? And where, like, when you make someone a priority in your life, too. Like, I remember when we were starting dating, I was like, oh, no, I want this to be an actual relationship rather than just, like, hanging okay, out yeah. and fucking around. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I text her at least twice a day to check in. And like that sounds like a thing that is like you're you're forcing yourself to do it, but right. it's like it's a building a good habit yeah. for something that you want to have be healthy. And so it's just a lot of work, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun work, but it is a lot of work.
1: Yeah, but if you start to coexist, if you mm-hmm. build something to where you're coexisting and you are able to still pursue the things you want to do and someone's not, you know, taking you out of your own commitments. Yeah. Or preventing you from growth
0: mm-hmm.
1: professionally or artistically, then that's when it's a healthy balance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people do do quite the opposite. Yeah. And take you out of it. And that's when you need to recognize what's more important mm-hmm. at the time and if it's worth the sacrifices. And yeah. I think
0: like And who's a good fit.
1: Right. And then people who are getting married and like having kids, it's like that's when sometimes they're like, you know what? To me, this family, and that I'm mm-hmm. married now, this is more important, and then that's when they give up on whatever.
0: Yeah. Things. And that's an okay choice too. Yeah. like If that give, brings you fulfillment, that's the goal, mm-hmm. is to feel fulfilled. And then the other thing is like, the this is just like, I don't know if it will work out for you, but what happened with, um, like her name's Christina, um, she and I do a podcast mm-hmm. together now. So we work together too. So there's like this oh. obligation to once a week at least she has that. to come over and we have to record a thing. Otherwise, yeah. we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. And also letting someone see the creative and professional side of you as well. And it's like, it's really lovely and I really enjoy it. That's great. Yeah. And I, and it's also one of the things I'm like, I lucked out. Mm-hmm. I know. like, And it was also like sitting around for years going, okay, wow. Well, mm-hmm. We'll see. And then right. the person was like, oh, cool. I, it was worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, the
1: one thing I was in <laughs> LA mm-hmm. in the beginning of February, and I went there, and all comics were just like, Everyone was in a relationship. They're like, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, yeah, my yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like here you're just constantly hearing like, so I'm single. Yeah, and then it's just like a weird New York sadness mm-hmm. that comes in. The people's stand-up of like the woe is me, like self-deprecating shit. Yeah. The self-deprecating joke followed by, so I'm single, mm-hmm. if you didn't already guess. Mm-hmm. And like that, to me, I'm like, is that because it's a part of a culture to where we're constantly like doing these things that are preventing us from finding I think I want to know I think
0: la, la. a lot of it is like it, people kind of view it like a weird business decision of like mm-hmm. oh I need to keep my options open and right. so the people don't commit specifically like it's people. hard. If you're
1: living in another borough.
0: It's hard. Yeah. And it's hard to make. Not having. To, yeah. It's really hard to make time for people yeah. because everyone's so busy here. And I understand that. And so you have to make that choice and commit to it. And mm-hmm. I think like a lot of people our age are like, that's hard for them because mm-hmm. they want to do all these other things. And they, there seems to be this idea of like, well, I don't want to sacrifice anything because I'm young. I have time mm-hmm. to do that later. I'm like, that's cool. But just then know that that's yeah. the choice you're making. Uh-huh. And don't, no one fucking cares. Exactly. About your Tinder date. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, grump, 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 right. grump. Well, I'm a grumpy old man. No,
1: you're Kids you're these young, days. Young. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, But we're at about like an hour 13. Oh, we are? I yeah. do not even know. Yeah, yeah. great, so, you know what?
1: Thank you for having me. Thank it's you been, for
0: being on. It,
1: is, it was three times trying to plan it, but we did it. Yeah. So thank
0: you. Absolutely, and where can people find your junk?
1: Hey ho, okay. Um, I am on the Instagram at JSOL. That's fun. Great. And then my oh fuck. I really wanna plug my Twitter because I think mm-hmm. that I tweet funny things, but I don't even know it. I think it's like J under Okay, here it is. J underscore Saul ZZ. Because nice. I'm an asshole. I'm two Zs, J so Skulls. Do
0: do? And then Do you got like a yeah, website or just a Facebook? I do
1: have a website. That's me too. Jessica That's cool. my name. Thank awesome. you. Thank I you for being here. Yay. Yeah. It was a really good talk. I've, yes, this is good. You cannot become-
0: you can try, you can try You no can tell me how yeah. oh, Now tell me why Tell me why, so tell me why. why Restless and crazy And no, my mind is hazy I don't yeah. realize my lady is gone till I fly yeah. Billy Connahan, Welcome to the show Sleeping with an supply Enjoy the ride